Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we are chatting via Zoom. (laughs) Woohoo! This is our first but we are both feeling a little under the weather today and so we're just doing it this way so hopefully the audio still sounds great for you guys but today we're talking all about the perfect consultation and everything we think needs to be said and done during a consultation to have a successful what do you want to call it a outcome. successful outcome with your client yeah relationship yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, perfect. (laughs) All the things. Sweet. Well, let's start with our weekly favorites and our updates. What's your weekly favorite? I, okay, everyone's going to hate me. So I have always been an unpopular opinion on Love Island. I always liked the U.S. one more than U.K., but that's just because I only tried one U.K. and I didn't like it. I didn't give it a fair shot. So I just watched the latest Love Island UK and I love it. It's so So good. good. I started watching that Um, a few weeks ago and it was so freaking good. Yeah, I love it. So I'm not done yet. So nobody spoil anything for me, but I am like, I guess halfway through it and I'm loving it. So that's my weekly favorite. What's yours? Um, Okay. The Lulu addiction continues. It was my weekly favorite (laughs) for last week and it's another one for this week. Oh my gosh. Okay. This this is how to get what you want, okay? So if your significant other plays video games, just tell them like, oh, well, I really want to like go shopping or I really want to go to Lulu or I really want to do something tonight. And then they're not going to want to come with you. And so you can say, oh, you should game and I'll go shopping. And then they're going to be like, absolutely. And then they're gonna like, oh, yeah, you can go look and say, oh, no, I already know what I want. I just need money. And then they'll give you money. I mean, <laughs> if they get some benefit out of it, then they won't care as much. Totally. Writer's like, okay, here's your budget. Go. And I went soaring. So I had a really fun time at Lulu this last week. And I got um, a really cute set. I posted it on my Instagram. So I got like this cute like green sports bra and green pants. And it's like a two-tone. So one's like a bright green and then one's like an olive green. And I'm obsessed. And then I got um, two pairs of biker shorts because I wore the Align ones all summer long. And in Arizona, it's already starting to get hot. So I got two Align pants or no, two Align shorts, one Align pant and then um, the sports bra. And then I was feeling generous. So I got right or something. And you're like, guys, like Alita, this sounds really expensive. No, I get my sweat collective discount. So that's why I feel like I can splurge a little bit more is because I get a a significant discount. I don't have a lot of money. (laughs) I promise. No, that's so. Yeah. So it was super fun. And then um, also I posted this morning in like my little what I eat in a day, this tea called Techino. Did you see my story this morning? No, but my mom just got that. No, she did not. What what flavor did she get? pretty sure she did i'm not sure is it like t c h 
like it's kind of a tongue twister. It's T-E-E-C-H-I-N-O. Maybe N-N-O. I think that's it. She got something that sounds just like that. So I'm not sure. Okay. So I got the dandelion dark roast. Dandelion root dark roast. And it's like an organic tea brand. But you guys know, I love coffee. Like it's disgusting how much I just, it's not necessarily for the caffeine. Like it's the flavor in it. It's not great for me because of the consumption of which I have coffee when I do drink it because there's so much caffeine in it and I can't help myself like and it's the flavor. I'm not going for the caffeine. I'm going for the freaking flavor and Uh, what I was going to ask is it the caffeine or the flavor? It's the flavor all the way. And so I just I love it. And I I did a hair scan a few weeks ago and I, my adrenals are dying. They are suffering. They, I am, my stress levels are already fairly high and drinking that much caffeine. My adrenals are sad girls right now. So I am trying to reduce my caffeine intake so that I am overall just like a less stressed out human being and just give them a little bit of recovery time. And I would much rather have my caffeine when I am like doing like a pre-workout. And even then I'm trying to not do any pre-workout as much as possible or just totally. get the just ingredients non-caffeinated pre-workout that they just came out with that's my new Wait, one how- it just has stimulant in it so it has like the creatine and the beta alanine i think so it still gives you like the jitters without the caffeine oh okay i might need to try that you need to it's so good so i'm trying to just cut my caffeine intake anyways i started making this protein coffee not coffee coffee you know (laughs) so I mix my ticino with my just ingredients vanilla protein powder with four ounces of raw milk because the ticino you steep in four ounces of water and then I do a ton of ice I shake it up and it's literally the best vanilla latte tasting thing I've (laughs) ever had in my life and it's not coffee I will over (laughs) I will It's so good. And you have the Just Ingredients protein, don't you? I ran out. Oh, let's place an order immediately. Um, <laughs> whey protein, which is probably why I have this crater in the center of my face. Um, so that's what I've been doing because I ran out. <laughs> okay, well, let's order some more because I'm going to get some yeah. more. Okay. Um, so, yeah, those are my two weekly favorites. I have my Ticino linked in my Amazon storefront. Just get the bigger pack. It, it has a small pack for $6 or a big pack for like 12 Just get the big pack. It's worth it. You're going to go through it really quickly. So just give it a go. Give it a go. Okay. It's great. Ooh. Anyways. Okay. What is your weekly update? I, let's see. Okay. I'm really proud of myself. I had a goal for myself work-wise with financial type things. And I just hit my goal this <sighs> past the past two weeks, I hit my goal. Oh, good. Proud of myself. Um, so that's definitely an update I'm really proud of. And then I also spent the entire day making mood boards for my outfits for Vegas. Love. <laughs> Excited for the aesthetics conference so that I just, I want my outfits to be so cute. And I bought four outfits and <laughs> I'm going to try on see how I feel but I'm really excited I definitely spent a ton of money but it's fine it's worth it as she just said she got paid the most she ever has (laughs) yeah you're right 
You're right. <laughs> Deserved it. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Purchased some outfits, and then we also launched some memberships at Revive, which I'm really excited about. It's just kind of a way to say thank you to loyal clients and give them discounts and savings on products and services each time they come in. So I'm very excited about the launch of the memberships. And then also Sarah Young, Young Love Aesthetics on Instagram, she inspired me to make acne packets for my clients. And I'll probably mention this again as we talk more about consultations, but I did a whole entire packet of what acne is, what are some common triggers, what are some things you can stay away from, literally down to the nitty gritty of like acne safe laundry detergent and things like that that you don't think about. And I created a giant list of things like that on um, this packet and I just give them to my clients that are acne prone. And I feel like it's going to help so much with the progress in the long term. That's amazing. That's so cool. I want to do something like that. Yeah, awesome. I know. That's so smart. That but- is so smart. Especially like going into summer. I feel like as people like aren't getting peels, like way to keep your acne down. Yeah. That's awesome. Yay. Sweet. Yeah. What are your updates? Okay. Oh, this literally might make me start crying. Um, <laughs> so I'm weaning Tommy. And as if you guys don't know, I breastfeed. And just lately it has my milk supply. She's not milking for some reason. And I just I don't ever feel like Tommy is like super completely like full or satisfied at the end of each feed. And I do think it's because I'm working a lot right now. And so, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just hard weaning. And I mean, she's almost seven months old. And so we've made it seven months, but it just, it's much more emotional than it is physical for me. And like, I wish that I could still produce enough, but I just, I want to do like what's best for her and make sure that she's full (laughs) and she's actually like you know, getting the right nutrients that she needs. And she's also starting to eat food, which was something that we just started doing this week is she's starting to eat real food. Yeah. It makes me so emo just to like see her grow up so fast. But yeah. So weaning Tommy, I think that probably by the time that this episode comes out, I'll probably be super close to being done, if not completely done, which is so sad. Um, But we supplement with goat's milk. I think I've talked about this in the past. I have a lady up the street named Kitty, and I get super amazing, high-quality goat's milk. And goat's milk is the most comparable to breast milk. And so Tommy's, this is TMI, her poop doesn't change between, like, supplementation. And so I know it's really good for her tummy. She takes it super well. So we're just riding that wave and I have a few trips coming up that I wanted to make sure that she could take supplementation enough because I don't produce enough to have a supply like in the freezer and so I don't want to freak out about that when I'm out of town you know anyways so that is an update and then I'm I'm starting a liver cleanse as soon as I'm done breastfeeding I'm doing a liver cleanse and that's another thing with breastfeeding is You guys, I have either been pregnant or breastfeeding for the last four years. Since 2019, I've been either pregnant or breastfeeding. And so I'm excited to just kind of have my body back to myself and like not have to, you know, currently or like constantly be under physical attention of another. (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot on your body. So four years consistent. And because this might be our last baby, it's just, it's very emotional, like cutting the ties, but I'm excited and my liver needs help. So that, and then my last one is, so I hired another employee and she's going to help me do virtual hair scans. And she is currently like almost done with her IHP certification and she's going to start training for hair scans this month. And I'm just so excited to have help because a lot of you guys, especially who listen to the podcast, who are the freaking best, have been messaging me saying, hey, I want to collab with hair scans and have my clients start doing them. But there's so many of you that I needed to have help. (laughs) Um, So I hired Maria. She is amazing. And I'm going to do like a big reveal of who she is, all of her fun things um, here very soon when she finishes her training with hair scan stuff. So that's my update. Yeah. A very exciting update. Yes. I know. I'm so excited. I just love having help. (laughs) Okay, cool. So let's dive into today's episode. We are doing the perfect consultation, like Rachel said earlier. So let's start off. If you guys need like a paper and a pen, maybe, or pull up your jot forms, whatever you guys do your consultations on, um, maybe consider adding some of these things. If you guys have any other things that you think we should add to our consultations, let us know. But let's start off and we'll just kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Well, first, do you want to say what you do for your consultations? Like, do you do it virtually or do you do your consultations with paper? Um, I do mine via jot forms. Um, I have a few separate ones. Like I have one for hair scans. I have one for Cosmolon. I have one for virtual clients and in-person clients. And I just have a few separate ones that I do. But this, the one that we're talking about today is mainly just like my, like what I have typically for my skin consultations, whether they are virtual or in person. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. We use job form as well at revive and I love it. I think it's a really great tool to use if you are wanting to go virtually and you don't have anything yet, but first step on the job form or whatever you use name, day, address, age, all those things. You want to be careful of age. If you have a client that's under 18, you want to make sure you get that parent signature because people get so happy. You want to cover your butt. So that is very important. And that's why you got to get those basic things on there first. Totally. Um, so yeah, making sure that like with their age, sorry, like their address, their phone number, like make sure you're getting absolutely all of their details because like, for example, they leave without paying, you send an invoice right to their house. (laughs) Anyways, okay. Um, (laughs) Okay, next up, we have what kinds of products are they currently using? Ingredients like retinoids, glycolic acid, sal, benzoyl peroxide. You want to know absolutely everything that they are using um, from the get-go. I think that that really helps you kind of paint a visual as you're looking at their skin or just learning about them via whatever consultation virtually. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's an easy way to see if they might be overdoing it and maybe stripping their barrier. And that's why they're having issues. Or if for the type of acne they're having, you don't think that ingredient would work well. So that's great. 
Uh, another one is if they're on any prescriptions from a dermatologist. There are a lot of things we cannot do as estheticians if they are on certain prescriptions, the biggest one being Accutane. <laughs> Don't want to mess with that. Totally. So I always ask if they're on any prescriptions from their dermatologist, if they're on any antibiotics for certain treatments we do, we can't do it when they're on antibiotics. So things like that you want to be aware of. Totally. So the next one is if they are pregnant or breastfeeding, as we know, there are a lot of like limitations as to someone who is pregnant or breastfeeding, a lot of cans and cannots. And so you just want to make sure that you know the can and cannots and make sure that they know the can and cannots of skincare treatments, all the things. Totally. And then at that point, you might want to have them walk you through their routine, everything they're using, how they're washing their face, they're double cleansing at night. You can kind of ask details about what they do day to day. Totally. Um, Next up is their skin concerns. I personally, I literally have a list of like 30 different things, like whether it's fine lines or um, expression lines or pigment like I I literally have so 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 many and a lot of times people are like oh yeah I'm dry oh yeah and I'm also oily and oh yeah I'm also combination and like I'm also this and this and this and this and like you just kind of see how happy they are to just check all these boxes of how much they think that their skin is just the worst (laughs) um but I do like to see exactly like if it's what they notice rather and I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, I just have acne. But then they don't tell you about like their expression lines that are bothering them or their fine lines. And so I, I like to read a list of like literally every skin concern someone can have and then just have them tell me yes or no. And then after that, have them tell me what they see. Exactly. Yeah. And I wouldn't sit there and be like, I see lots of hyperpigmentation. I see a lot of acne along here. Have you ever thought about getting Botox for your crow's feet? Like I wouldn't sit there and pick apart your client because that is going to turn them off. They're going to go to someone else down the street and they're going to leave feeling like crap. And so let them explain what their concerns are because this is the point in the consultation where they're just dying to get it all off their chest. And you want to make sure you're very attentive and listening to them because this is the part that, they want you to hear and why they're in your office in the first place. Totally. Okay. So talk. Oh, wait one second. Okay. If they have pigmentation. So if we want to start getting nitty gritty about certain concerns. So talking about pigmentation, there are ways to find out what causes theirs, whether that be if, They've had any hormone changes with birth control, pregnancy, finding out they have melasma, or if they're pickers and they're getting some pigmentation from their acne, or if they recently hurt themselves, any form of damage can create pigmentation. And it's your job to try to figure out what that is, because how you treat it will be different based off of what type of pigmentation it is. Yeah. With pigment, I always ask them, like, were, like was this ever triggered by, like, a medication? Because even some people, I know some that were, like, they got surgery on, like, their knee, and then they started taking medication, and, like, it literally brought up so much pigment to the surface of, like, their facial skin. And so... I know that that's happened for some of my clients. And then another one was I asked them if 
um, any of their pigment is like hereditary. Like if they've noticed that their mom like has like the same like birthmark spot or, you know, whatever it is, I, I try to get to that point um, as well. And speaking of that same topic, the next one that we do is we try to find their Fitzpatrick. I always ask about their like ethnic background. I'm like, where's your family from? Because like you may present looking like a tan queen, but maybe your dad is Swedish and your mom is, I don't know, Italian. Like, it's just nice to know exactly like where their um, like family comes from and try to decipher their fits based off of that rather than just looking at their skin. Because like, for example, I, I look pasty white, but I'm also like half Spaniard. And so I hyperpigment like a beezy. Okay. My dad is very Swedish. And so I burn like a banshee, but I used to tan when I was younger. Now I burn. So I think <laughs> just trying to find the background to people's, um, ethnic ethnicities, whatever, um, is super helpful in finding their Fitzpatrick. Totally. I think that is such a huge one that can get very overlooked in our industry and I've heard the fearless beauty ladies talk about it a lot because it is so important. You, you could look at someone, like you said, looking at you, like you have a lighter skin tone and, you know, I've had clients come in and we talk about their Fitzpatrick. One, I found out she was half Hawaiian and I would have never guessed that. And so you can alter your treatment based off of that because that's a lot of times how people can get hurt because you're treating their Fitzpatrick incorrectly because you're not finding out where they're from. And so I think that's very important to always ask about their ethnic background. Totally. Okay. You also want to ask when the last time they received Botox or filler. Guys, (laughs) you do not want to get Botox and then go lay down on the table and get microneedling immediately after that's completely pointless. Mm -hmm. So you're finding out when they got that. So you're not ruining their treatments. Totally. And the next one is, do they suffer from any skin conditions? Like if they, because some people may have rosacea, but if they do not have a flare up going or psoriasis and they don't have a current flare up, you may never know. So I think that it's super important to ask them if they have any skin conditions that may even interfere or just know, like, are you acne prone? That could be a huge one. Like their skin may be clear. They may be acne prone. You do the wrong treatment and it flares up. (laughs) So yeah, being aware of that. You also want to ask if they're okay with downtime. Not everybody is okay with downtime. And so that's really important that you're not just throwing a peel on their face and then they're upset with you later because they didn't expect the shedding. Totally. Another one is I ask them, how does their skin look or feel after cleansing? I feel like this is a really big, easy telltale sign of someone's skin type. Because some people may be like, oh, I feel I'm so oily. And then (laughs) they're like, but after cleansing, my face is so tight. And I'm like, okay, maybe you're a little bit more combo or dry than you thought. (laughs) Totally. Um, You also want to, oh, wait, what one did we just read? Um, The, oh my gosh, skin look and feel after cleansing. Okay. Oh my gosh. I almost skipped one. Okay. <laughs> they're on any supplements or medications. 
what you put in your body 100% affects what's happening on the outside. And that's where Alita comes in. <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, it's, it's just so important because if, if they are taking, I don't know, like even medications, if someone's on a medication, like a blood thinner, there are certain treatments that you're not going to want to do. Or if there are any supplements that they are on that could be, let's say like exacerbating their skin concern. Um, that's another thing. I think it's just important to know what supplements do and what medications clients can and cannot be on to do certain treatments. Yeah. Okay. Next one, any allergies? So you do not want to do something on someone if they're allergic to it. Cause that would be awful. Yeah. And there's some weird things. Hydrofacial. What is it? It's like, if you're allergic to, is it shellfish? Mm-hmm. Then I think yeah, it's the, the beta or not. Yeah. yeah beta HD. So it's like there's weird things that you wouldn't think about. So even if they're like, does this relate? Like, just let them write down all their allergies. Mm-hmm. You want to know if they're suffering from any medical conditions. You cannot do everything on everyone. Different medical conditions can slow down wound healing. And so if you're ever unsure about anything, just get a doctor's note. It's better to be safe than sorry. Totally. Uh, Another one is how often they are exposed to the sun. If you are just working on like a sun goddess, you know, you may, you may know by looking at her, but you may not know because maybe it's not summertime yet. (laughs) Current stress levels, that plays a huge part. Um, Stress levels can, what is the correlation? Stress raises your cortisol which can create more sebum in your skin, which can lead to more acne. And so that can be a big contributor to acne. So that's something to be aware of. Mm -hmm. Next one is how many hours of sleep nightly they are getting and what is the quality of sleep that they're getting? Because it's not something that we really think about, but if you can imagine someone who gets no sleep, they must be exhausted. And so just honestly, their hormones are going to be off, their circadian rhythms off. So their skin's going to be off. (laughs) Totally. Diet. There are so many things that can contribute to poor skin health, including diet, things you eat. And I actually made a list of this on my acne packet of different foods you consume that could be contributing to acne. So if you are ever wanting that list that I have, message me and I'd be more than happy to send you the list of what I give to my clients. Perfect. Next up is cosmetics and detergents. Um, I personally really like to know these because I like to know if they have fragrance in them. (laughs) If they have fragrance, then it's an endocrine disruptor and it's probably messing with their hormones and or their skin. Um, A lot of people just have really bad reactions to fragrance and detergents and um, some like additive filler things sometimes in cosmetics. And so I like to know what they're using and so that we can best support their hormones in their journey. Yeah. How much water they are drinking daily. Yes, that is very important. Um, oh, also, I like to know the source of their water. If it's tap water, if it's filtered water, because, again, parasites. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> 
Um, another one is, um, do they exercise regularly? Are they getting their circulatory system moving? If so, great. If not, that could be an issue. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. I actually read a study like last week about exercise and the correlation to the skin and it showed under, I don't know if it was a Vizia cam or what it was, but it showed the integrity of the skin and it showed someone who exercised daily versus someone who didn't. And they did all these studies and it showed how much healthier under the skin the dermis looks compared to the person who didn't exercise regularly. So it's really cool how that Mm -hmm. affects like everything. Totally. Okay. You also want to know if they have a history of smoking cigarettes or if they currently still do smoke cigarettes. Mm Mm-hmm. And the same with alcohol and caffeine. If so, how much and how often? I feel like that's just really important to know because, you know, like the skin, if it like looks dehydrated or, you know, just some people's skin definitely is manifestation of if they drink. (laughs) Totally. Also, tanning beds. That's a really important one to know. Um. Because you do want to be honest with your client. You never want to be rude or sound like you are above and all-knowing. You never want to come across that way. That's a big turnoff. But you can let them know what you know about tanning beds and how it will be hard for you to help them reach their goals if they are consistently using tanning beds. Totally. Okay, next is if they're comfortable with a massage during facials. This is something that's on mine because, and I ask them like even their preference of like pressure during massage. And I just like to know and like, first off, like have their consent because I, <laughs> I typically start to do like, I guess the most of like my decollete massage, my neck massage, scalp massage when my clients are in a jelly mask, 99% of my clients cover their eyes and their mouth. And I'm like, could you imagine having your eyes and mouth covered? And then all of a sudden, like someone starts, you know, massaging you in every which way with oil. And you're just like, um, I don't consent. And, you know, it could be probably really triggering for some people if you close their eyes and their mouth and then start touching them. So I yeah. am like very, 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 very aware of that. And that's something that I am like, are you sure? Are you positive? And I triple check with them before I even do it again, before I cover their mouth. I'm like, okay, are you okay with this? Just, it, I just, mm, yes, always ask. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. You also want to make sure they're okay with progress pictures. You want to get a signature for that. Don't ever take pictures without getting a signature. Totally. Um, And some of... I guess just have them like sign their life away, you know, just that they understand your no show cancellation policy. Um, I know that with some lines, they even like with, um, I think face reality does it and I know Cosmolon has it, but you're kind of signing to no guarantee, like whether or not their skin reacts the way that you're hoping it does. But obviously you're ensuring that you're going to do the best that you can, but just to cover your butt, honestly, some people, aren't super kind and so I like to just have my clients literally sign their life away and I mean they can see through my before and afters that I do give results but I if your skin hates me it's not my fault 
No, absolutely. So I actually, I forgot to mention this in the beginning. I start every consultation out letting my clients know that I am confident in my abilities. I am confident in helping you, whether that be with acne or pigmentation or diminishing some fine lines, whatever it may be. I am confident in my abilities. However, I am never going to promise exactly what you want. Never promise your clients anything because if there is something else going on that you have no control over it, they're going to come back and they're going to be upset with you. And they're going to be upset because they spent lots of money on treatments and products. And so I just think it's important to never promise, but to say that you are confident in yourself. A million percent. Okay. So the last portion is um, just the separate forms for specific treatments like hydrofacial consent, ultrasonic consent, LED, microneedling, laser consents, um, and just every service that you have that if you're going to specifically do a new service on this client, have them sign a waiver for it just so that they know like contraindications. They just know everything that they are kind of going into at this point. So I think that's super, super, super important just because as you give as much information as you can, they just, you know, can consent to that. Totally. No, I totally agree how we do it. We have our separate jot forms for each service mm-hmm. for Onic. Um, we don't do ultrasonic on pregnant women. And so you, we say like, do not consent to this if you're pregnant. And so they go through and read all of the contraindications for that specific service and then sign at the bottom. So their signature says that they don't have any contraindications to whatever it may be. They sign to not being on any blood thinners for say they're doing microneedling or laser treatment, whatever it may be, have all of the contraindications listed out. And on there, it says for us, it says, let us know if any of these apply to you. So that way, you know, so that way you're just being very thorough for every single treatment. So I could be have. I could have a client that I've been seeing for years, but if they get a service they've never done before, I'm still going to make them sign that form. And I also think it's important to do update forms. We update our forms every six months, whether that client's been seeing us for years or not. You always want to update it. Things change. I totally agree. Well, if you guys have any other things that you think we should add to our consent forms, or if there's anything else that you have found helpful in yours or anything in this episode that you found really helpful, let us know. Um, you guys, yes. yes, please do. Um, we would super, super, super appreciate it if you guys would leave us a review and rate our podcast. It does help us so much. And you guys, we have seen all of you purchasing your IECSC tickets for Vegas. And we are so excited to meet you in person for our live show and to see you guys at our booth for all of our merch. It's just going to be so, so, so fun. And we cannot wait to see you guys and like take pictures with you and just hang out with you. Yes, it's going to be such a fun weekend. So if you haven't gotten tickets yet, definitely go check out the website. I don't know if they have like a specific time frame when they close tickets, but definitely go check out the IECSC Vegas website, get tickets, come see us. Our live show will be on Sunday. And yeah, that's all we have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. We will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Skin Club Podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.